Oh, yeah, here we go. Steezy A. Smith in the building, baby. Raw Mind Sports. Sorry for the technical difficulties. Raw thoughts, raw thoughts, raw thoughts on the way. Hold on for a quick second. Welcome to another edition of Raw Mind Sports. I'm your host, Ryan Jones. And man, we got a nice loaded episode today. Shout out to the sponsor, Essential Collections by Monica Ricks. She has all amazing, authentic bath products that she makes on her own. She has lotion, cream, hair, even if you got a little beard, you know, all those too much light over here. You know, yeah, 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 I got a little something, got a little something. So with that being said, man, I got the YouTube sensation right here himself. Steezy A. Smith, welcome to the to Raw Mind Sports, Raw Thoughts. Man, what's going on, bro? Like I said before the show, you know, it's a real pleasure being on. Happy to be on. Uh, definitely a little overdue. And I just want to say, bro, that little intro that you have, man, that was fire. That was heat, man. <laughs> I'm not going to hold, for real. That, that, was, that was some heat, for real. Man, first of all, man, I appreciate it. I appreciate it, champ, man. I'm glad to uh, have you here. So, like... Tell the viewers about yourself, man, what you do and all that stuff, and plug in your stuff. Yeah, yeah, I just want to say uh, the name, Calvin Domingo, a.k.a. Steezy A. Smith. Like I told you before the show, based over here in Seattle, I don't just cover the Seahawks, though. I also do the rest of the NFL. You know, I talk basketball, NBA, a little bit of boxing. Um, and I'm actually taking a break from school right now. I wanted to focus on YouTube, wanted to focus on the podcast, oh. the game. And, um, yeah, you know, I got to say, bro, it's, it's been a major blessing you know, it's been, it's been huge these last, what, year and a half. You know, I'm still rooking the game, you know what I mean? And so just growing and networking each and every single day, working with different people and just getting the, you know, the opportunity to meet with professionals in the industry and whatnot. It's just been, like I said, it's been a blessing. And, uh, you know, I can't wait to, to just keep going for real. So, Man, I, I agree with that. And um, I'm, I'm loving what you're doing, man. And, man, you I know, although, that, we, as you can see, some of the, the viewers, if you don't know, I'm actually not at the usual Raw Thought Palace, but we're going to make it work today. So with that being said, man, let's get into these topics right here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yo, guy. Speaking of Seattle, since you're in Seattle, yo, guy. Yeah. Russell Wilson leaves, gets traded, had a no trade clause. I think I might be wrong. He did. Now he's in Denver. What was your first reaction on that since you are Seattle Seahawks fan? You know, for me, I knew it was inevitable. You know, if it wasn't going to happen this year, it was going to happen next year. For me, I was just caught off guard because of the timing. Uh, I think it was the night before. I was pulling an all-nighter, and um, it was around 8 a.m. the next day. I was like, man, I'm tired. I'm going to take a little nap. And then around, uh, I think it's 11 a.m., 11.30 a.m. Pacific time, that's when he gets traded. And so I wake up to the news, and I'm like, man, this got to be fake news. Because I know a lot of people have been <laughs> – bro, there's been a lot of tweets, a lot of, like, posts on social media that have been blowing right. up. But it's fake news. And so I was just like, yo, this is fake news. You know, this ain't real. But then ESPN, Bleacher Report, The Athletic, everybody started tweeting about it, reporting about it. You know, I turned on the TV, and I was in disbelief. You know, I was I was shocked. Um, I was heartbroken. You know, I'm not going to lie. I just felt like, you know, I had just gotten dumped. Um, oh, <laughs> man. Real talk, real talk, bro. It, it really got to that point. And so I laid in bed for a couple of hours and I just, you know, I wasn't crying or nothing, but I was, I was heartbroken. I was devastated. I was broken. You know, I was just like, man, it, it had to happen now. And, and so I was definitely broken for a little bit. I did a live stream later that day. And as soon as I begun the live stream, Bobby got released, and I was just like, "Oh, so this is what we're doing." It's been yeah, a rough, it was a rough day doing. for you. That basically what you're saying. It was a it was rough, a rough day, day. It was tough. It was tough. I mean, but the stream it did well, and so I was just like, "Okay, that's the one silver lining out of this whole mess." Um, but it's been a couple of weeks now. I, I like to think, you know, I'm not dealing with a fractured heart anymore. Uh, I'm getting back up. You know, I'm cool. I still rock a Russell Wilson Broncos jersey. I still want him to to win and to succeed. Uh, but I'm still riding, with, you know, with my Hawks, and so I'll be rooting for them, and I'll be rooting for us. And with that being said, I got my main man, Ray Lynn, just came on. What's up, big time? Um, What's Steve going a. on, Smith. man? And by the way, while talking. I was thinking about uh, Steve A. Smith, I forgot to ask you right then. I, I, from what I see in the name, I know you're a, a huge Stephen A. Smith fan. How did Steve A. Smith come? What what created that name? <laughs> hey, I just want to say what's going on, Ray. I'm Steezy. Nice to meet you, bro. 
My, he um, gave me the virtual shake my hand. I like it. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> I, I, I done done that a few times already. So you know what? I, I might as well keep it going, right? Um, but for me though, bro, Ryan, I just wanted to say. Uh, so throughout high school, I got the nickname Cal Steezy because you know my name is Calvin, right? So I got okay. the nickname Cal Steezy, and all throughout high school, that's what everybody called me, Cal Steezy. Okay. But then come come my senior year of high school, you know, people wanted a shorter version, so everybody started calling me Steezy instead of Cal Steezy. And like you had said, Stephen A, that's still, you know, somebody I aspire to be. Matter of fact, I, I'm trying to take his throne, honestly. I'm not oh, even going to be like Stephen okay, A. I'm okay. trying to take his throne. That's that's where I'm about. <laughs> you know, I'm shooting for the stars. You know what I mean? Right, right, so, right. Um, you know, Stephen A, he's synonymous with sports. You know, everybody, all of us that do this, you know, we all watch him. We all listen to him. We all know the journey. We all know what he's, you know, all the work that he's put in, everything that he's right. did. You know what right. I mean? And so I was like, you know what? If he's somebody that I aspire to be in this industry, you know, somebody I, I plan on taking his throne, you know, one day, and I got my short nickname now, which is Steezy. If the A Smith is synonymous with sports, what happens if I put it together? So I put my nickname, Steezy, and then I just combined the A Smith. And I was like, I hope when he sees this one day, you know, he's not going to look at me as biting. You know, I promise I'm not using his name for no clout. You know what I mean? Because Steezy a lot different than Steven. And if I'm being real, Steezy a lot more fly than Steven. <laughs> I like so, it. Both those, I mean, yeah, Both you know those. what I mean. So I, I don't want to hear nobody coming for me talking about, oh, you cloud chasing or you using his name for cloud. It's not. It's not none of that. Because let's be real, Steezy, Steven, what, what you gonna pick, right? So right. Yeah, I'm not even trying to toot my own, own horn or nothing. You know, I say that humbly and respectfully. You know, I'm not trying to throw no shots or nothing, Steven. I know you feel me. Um, but yeah, that's how that's how it came together, Steezy A Smith, and uh, you know, this is what I'm doing now. So toot your cool. horn, bro. That's right. That's right. Matter of fact, as a matter of fact, you may not know Ray, but you will know Ray. I don't know if you remember first take your take. Ray went all in on Max Kellerman. That was back when it was, and you could pull up his episode. Like literally, he, he was went, on the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So you, hey, bro, you gotta send me, you that, send me that after. Send me that. After. <laughs> send me that after. He pumped. He pumped. The young and pumped. So look, I'm gonna go back to the Russell Wilson situation real quick before we get started into the other topics. I think like bro, you know how you have a relationship that it just has the same page, same page, same page, same page over and over and over. It right. feels like you know, no matter what, how good or bad, it's like it was already done. It wasn't that impersonal. It was just like it's nothing else here. You know, how you, this is like a girlfriend or an ex. You hit the button, and if it don't work, and you know you've been through this, and you got the same routine still going on over and over and over, it gets old. And I think Seattle, once they didn't supply certain things, it wasn't the Legion of Boom no more. Because I know you're a diehard fan, but it wasn't Legion of Boom no more. Without Legion of Boom, it was like, let's hope that Russell can take us to the promised land. It wasn't going to work like that in um, Seattle. And that's why I felt and that's why I felt like I had to make certain moves to, to get it straight. But, like, no Legion of Boom. Russell Wilson is a nine-time or a ten-time pro bowler for what I saw. Unless I'm wrong. I don't know. Nine-time. Nine-time pro bowler. Okay, so he, right now, with that, he'll probably be in the Hall of Fame. But the thing is, going to Denver, making the move because he had a no-trade clause probably made a whole lot of sense. But I just felt like eventually it was going to happen one way or another. Like you said earlier, it probably happened next year. I just felt like Russell Wilson in Seattle was the and only reason Seattle got to the playoffs. Now, winning championships and Super Bowls, no. But if he's healthy, you just hope and pray that you get your – your hope out of that. So what Seattle probably did and what he done, raw thoughts, they probably talked about a lot of stuff behind the scenes. They probably was like, hey, look, uh, Russ, what you want to do? I already know this ain't it. You got a nice little cap. What we going to do to get this team better? Russ like, man, look, I'm going to go well. If I can get to a team that can continue and I already have pieces, it's fine. Now he has a guy like Javante Williams. That's yeah. Javante Williams, UNC. Mm-hmm. Which I'm glad I had him on my fantasy team, so he did me real well. People just slipping on him. I was already on him. <laughs> so you got him. Then you have, you know, um Judy. Then you and Melvin mm-hmm. Gordon is gone there. But I'm just saying, like, raw thoughts. I just think it was just time to move on, regardless. But Ray, go ahead before we go into the real topics that I feel like you and Stezia Smith about to go down in. But um, you got any thoughts on Russell Wilson topic before I um yeah. So two things about Russell Wilson, right? Thing known is this, and I love Russell Wilson. I think he's a great player. But in this era, you know how I feel about people judging quarterbacks on wins and losses, right? right? But we do. Like, we as fans and media judge quarterbacks off team success, right? I put Russell Wilson in the same vein as I do Ben Roethlisberger, where 
when their job wasn't that difficult, when all they had to do was turn around and hand it to Marshawn Lynch or hand it to the bus or Willie Parker 30 times a game and just don't lose the game when they were quote unquote game managers, they were very successful. When it was the Legion of Boom on the other side, shutting down Peyton Manning in the Super Bowl, you were very successful. When you made it to the Super Bowl and most people believe your coach called the wrong play, but y'all still had that amazing defense and run game, you were very successful. And now as that all starts to fall apart and it's all in your lap, you can't get it done. But at the end of the day, quarterbacks are going to be judged off team success. But when Russell Wilson was put in a position where it was really on his shoulders, Seattle wasn't the same Seattle. You could say the same thing about Pittsburgh. When they became an aired out, let Ben Roethlisberger throw for 4,000 yards a year, they weren't as successful as when he was throwing for 180 yards a game. Right? So, like, I, if we're going to judge quarterbacks like that, then we have to hold them accountable. Ever since Seattle has been on his shoulders, they haven't been as successful as when they weren't. That's a fact. Ooh, like that's a fact, right? And then he just went to a division where boy, that, that's gonna be tough, man. He might be <laughs> the team in the division. So the and that's what team. I was saying too. You're right, it's it's gonna be extremely tough. With that being said, shout out to my guy PHP Eastern North Carolina. You see the number right there, 919-738-1507. Email Philip Lamperin at PHP Eastern gmail.com. He'll give you a lot of education on your financial literacy that you need to have or things of education, life insurance, you know, finances, saving money. And he does a lot of that stuff for free, free quotations. He don't have consultations where he pay. It's free. You know, give him a shout. Give him a chance. Use the promo code RawMind. You'll get 15% discount. With that being said, guys, Ray Lynn, Steve A. Smith, here we go. AFC West Talk since you brought it up, Ray. Who we got coming out of there? It's a lot of things that happen in the AFC West. We got Devontae Adams with Derek Carr, his best friend. We got Russell in Denver. We got the L.A. Chargers picking up multiple pieces. They try to help their defense to hopefully contend in the AFC West. And then we got the Chiefs saying bye-bye to Tariq Hill. How do you guys feel? I'm going to start with you first, Ray Lynn. I want to be nice today. start <laughs> with me first? <laughs> Man, listen, so you 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 kind of touched on everything, right? In the offseason, when, when people thought that Aaron Rodgers was going to be available and then the Deshaun situation, people thought Russell Wilson was going to be available. One of the teams that kept coming to the forefront is the team that just as a quarterback away was Denver. Everybody felt like they had a stout defense. I think they had like the third-ranked defense in the NFL. It did. The running game. Nobody knew Melvin Gordon was going to leave, but you got Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams, you got Cortland Sutton. Nick, uh, Noah Fant, like they have all of these weapons. You go, man, if they had somebody better than Teddy Bridgewater, they'd be really good. And then you look at the Chargers, who were a coach's time out of way from possibly making the playoffs. Herbert's a young up-and-coming stud. They sign all their weapons back. He has Eckler, he has Williams, he has Keenan Allen on the defensive side. Derwin James, they go get Justin Jackson. They go get uh, uh, Khalil Mack to put aside Joey Bosa. Like, you feel like they did a lot. And then Devontae Allen goes to Oakland. And guess what? Still number 15's division. It's still number 15's division. Like, real quick, hey, prime time. How many years Patrick Mahomes been a starter? When only the rookie career, I mean, his rookie year, yeah, four years. I'm sorry. And the rookie year, he didn't start. How many many years Patrick Mahomes been to the AFC championship game? All four. (laughs) Like, so I don't, I don't like, I get it. A lot of people feel like, oh man, they lost Tyreek Hill. Go back and look. At the year Tyreek Hill played 12 games, it was still 16 game season. Go look at those games Tyreek Hill missed. When you go, bro, Mahomes get it done with anybody. Go look when Demarcus Oof. Robinson, when nobody knew who he was, had 172 yards and two touchdowns. Go look at when McCole Hartman came out of nowhere, 100 yard game. Sammy Watkins, he made him look relevant again. People acting like he got, but first off, you still have Travis, Travis Kelsey, you still have Edwards Hilaire, and they went and picked up. Some nice. They went and picked up Juju. They just went and picked up Valdez Scantley. So like, it's not like he's gonna be out there with no bums. No, he doesn't have the speed of Tyreek Hill, and you can't replace that. But that's Patrick Mahomes. That's a bad man. It's still their division. Everybody else playing catch up. Can't see somebody prove otherwise. The AFC West belongs to the AFC belongs to the Kansas City Chiefs until somebody prove otherwise. The kingdom, huh? The kingdom. Go ahead, Steezy. How you feel? Man, I, I just want to say, right, you know, you make a whole bunch of valid points because they are the reigning AFC champs. 
right? Not no, no my Whoa. fault. That's the Bengals. That's the Bengals. That's the Bengals. Yes. But for the most part, if you talk about totality and you know success in the last three, four years, they've owned the AFC. That's fair to say. I just think that when you look at last year, you started to see cracks in the armor. You started to see Pat Mahomes struggling against two high looks. And that was with a Tyreek Hill in the lineup. I know what they did in the playoffs. You know, they kind of they kind of ran away, you know, from all their struggles in the, in the regular season. But I just don't think all that goes away. Not only that, they lost to the Bengals twice last year. And look, on defense, they only got worse. I like Justin Reed. I think he's a solid safety. He's not no bum. He's a starter in the NFL. But if I'm being real, he's a downgrade from a Tyron Matthew. He's not the the he's not a turnover generator like a Tyron Matthew. I don't think he's the leader that Tyron Matthew is. I don't think he he brings the same sort of tenacity and, and contagious energy to the football field or on, in the locker room. I don't think he brings that to the table. They lost their best cornerback, Travarius Ward. He's been sticky and pressed man the last two to three years. Tyreek Hill, yes, Patrick Mahomes is still the best quarterback in football, but Tyreek Hill bailed him out on how many times, how many occasions? How, how many times will we see Pat Mahomes rolling out to his right, rolling out to his left, you know, buying time, waiting for somebody to get open and there you, there he is, Tyreek Hill, wide open down the sideline. Nicole Hardman is not Tyreek Hill. Juju, I haven't seen him have a relevant season since his second year in the league. Uh, Marquez Valdez-Scanlon, he had an Aaron Rodgers. He never did anything. Travis Kelsey's still arguably the best tight end in football. He's still going to do his Dougie. But at the same time, he also benefited from a Tyreek Hill, his ability to stretch the field to astronomical lengths that opened up everything underneath and so pat mahomes still gonna do his thing he's still gonna put up his stats but we started to see cracks in the armor last year the defense got worse and i just feel like the chiefs are starting to become the seattle seahawks remember when we made that run two straight super bowls we only won one but then the league started figuring us out and then so we started getting bounced in the first round you know russ i know the 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 identity of the team changed. You know, our, our run game beast mode retired lob wasn't there no more but with kansas city the defense got worse we saw, yeah. we saw cracks in armor last year. So, look, right now the AFC is still theirs to lose. And until that happens, I know people are going to have a hard time seeing that happen. But I just feel like with the division getting so much better around them, I feel like this is the year where they finally fall, where they fall off. They'll still be contenders, playoff contenders, but as far as winning the Super Bowl this year, I don't see it. So, with that being said, what? by Can the I way. Respond to that, Ryan? Oh, please let me respond. Go ahead. I was, go ahead. Go ahead. Because, so, this is one of those things where we hear things, right? And the media take a narrative and run with it. So when everybody goes, Kansas City started to kind of like that aura that surrounded them, the invincibility <laughs> where you felt like they can beat anybody. Everybody goes, you know, you said we started to see cracks in their armor or, or chinks in the armor, right? Do people realize that through seven weeks, the Kansas City Chiefs were three and four last year and mm -hmm. then finished 12 and five? Like, are we just ignoring that they went nine and one to finish the season? Like, right. <laughs> all these chinks in the armor, and they went nine and one to finish the season. It was like through seven weeks, people were going, Who is this team? People have figured them out. And then for the last 10 weeks, they turned back into the Kansas City Chiefs. And again, they, like you said, they start doing things like bracket and Tyreek Hill. So they said, What we're going to do is take him away and make you beat us other ways. And early in the season, what they were doing was Mahomes was still looking for the home run play every single time. He was looking for the big play. We got to have a, the no-look passes, the 50-yard bombs. And after about seven weeks, he said, oh, this is how y'all going to play me? Okay, so now I'm going to start taking what y'all give me. And now when you go into a regular defense and you try and stop the other stuff we're doing, now I'm going to still get my home run plays when they're there. I'm still, I still have Travis Kelsey. I still have Edwards Hilaire. No, McCole Hartman is not Tyreek Hill, but he's very fast, right? Like, so we've seen that, like, last year Tyreek Hill had 1,200 yards. Mahomes threw for 4,800. So he threw for mm. 36 without type. Like he threw 3,600 yards to people other than Tyreek Hill. Yes, Tyreek Hill's presence matters. He's going to open up the field. But, can't, man, listen, I, for, imagine going 12 and 5, throwing for 4,800 yards and 37 touchdowns, and people go, you fell off. And that's the thing that I, I agree with that. And it, I'm always a big a big boost on like get your money, man. Where we gotta go get your money. And shout out Courtney Kennedy. It's good to see you, man. I, I know I've been absent for a while, man, but it's good to see that you're still doing well. But let's answer this question. Courtney Kennedy said, Honey Badger is a bigger loss than Tyreek Hill. You guys go ahead with that. <clears throat> I mean, credit to Steezy. I don't think he saw that comment, but he touched on it. He touched on that. He said that that's a huge loss. And I can't even think of the name of the guy who's going to be replacing him. He's a good player, but he's he's no Tyron Matthew, right? So Justin Reed, yeah, he, he's no Tyron Matthew. 
But right. I, for, for, for me, right, that's a huge loss. But when you look at the Kansas City Chiefs, right, you, you think about the mid-2000 Phoenix Suns, right? Like, we're going to outscore you. The plan is to outscore you. Mm-hmm. You got to stop us more than we stop you. I think, and, and I don't know if this is a great plan, if it was up to the Kansas City Chiefs, all their games would be like the Buffalo game we saw in the playoffs. You score as much as you want to. When that last home sign, we're going to have more points than you. Like, <laughs> that's yeah. the MO. Even, even the last four years, the defense was always just okay. Think think about all the, the, the Super Bowl runs. They came from behind in every game that year. Their defense ain't never been stout. It's always been on 15. Mm-hmm. It's going to still be that way. It's really, but, it's really gonna be on fifteen in the years to come. All that money they paying them. Yeah, they're right. They right, right. And I was trying to figure out like this off off the air because this was a topic I discussed. Who really is making more? Is Patrick Mahomes making more to the Sean Watson right now, or is the Sean Watson contract the same? I can I didn't even get the chance to pull up like my, it, my homes. In terms of guaranteeing money, it's, it's Deshaun because he's getting the full two thirty. Pat Mahomes, I think. He has the he has the highest value, right? Because when you look at 400 mil, 450 mil, uh, 500 with incentives. So I think in terms of value of contract, Pat Mahomes is still the highest paid. But in terms of average annual value, I think Deshaun actually eclipsed him because his average annual value is 46. Pat Mahomes is 45 million a year. Deshaun's is 46. Oof. And the guaranteed money, Deshaun also trumps him. So it depends on how what kind of what kind of uh how you how you want to view the structure of the contract. It depends. And with that being said, go ahead. I don't think neither one of them hurting. No, no, not at all. No. Not at all. Wrong yeah. thoughts. And shout out to At The Pure. No, All-Star Sports Assets, man. Give her a call. I can't even see it right there. I'm sorry. Wrong thoughts. Wrong thoughts. Give her a call at 252-231-0238. Or visit the website at sport, allstarsportsassacss.com. And you'll be able to see all type of merch. Matter of fact, Steezy, she got a lot of Seattle stuff in there. She, even though she's in North Carolina, she has everything no matter where it's at. And she's about to build this brand to a bigger land. With she, got some Drew Lock, she got some Drew Lock merch from my man, Steezy. Oh, yeah. She got her. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong thoughts. Oh, snap. I forgot. Oh, Drew Lock. <laughs> Drew Lock. She got some. Andrew cool. Lock. Andrew Lock. That's his name. Andrew Lock. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> so, uh, the next topic, oh, um, I'm gonna go keep it in football before I go to the NBA. Um, before I get into a real sentimental um thing in the NFL, let's talk about the Dolphins. Although I'm a diehard 49ers fan, they picked up a, a great coach. Mm-hmm. Do you think the Dolphins have what it takes to have the AFC East on alert? Steve, I'm gonna let you go first. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I should say that. Yeah. <laughs> now nah, you good? I think nah. I I can't go there. Yeah, I like what they're doing. I think they're definitely contenders, playoff contenders, not Super Bowl contenders. They're definitely playoff contenders. I think this is definitely you know a win now move. And you find out if you have a franchise quarterback, right? And Tua talking about low. You got a track team around him. You got man a top two, top three wide receiver duo: Jalen Waddle. Tyreek Hill, you got Mike Gusecki, you got Devontae Parker, you got Cedric Wilson, you got a much improved offensive line, Taron Armstead, Connor Williams, free agent additions. I know Brian Flores is gone, so there might be somewhat of a step back defensively, but like you said, but Mike McDaniel, offensive mastermind, he's a genius. When we look at the league, it's offensively driven now, right? And so I think for them to kind of shift away from a defensive, you know, oriented football team to more of an offensive approach, yeah, I mean, they might not have a top. 15 quarterback. I know everybody's kind of down on two. I still got a little bit of faith in him. You know, I think injuries have really, you know, played a part. I know he's not willing to throw deep as much. But it Before you even go into that, I'm sorry. I had to interrupt for a quick second. Give me a list of the top four quarterbacks in the division and then finish up. Top four quarterbacks in the division? Yeah, in that division, AFC East. Sure. I'm, I'm going to have to say, obviously, it's Josh Allen, number Correct. one. Yeah. Number two. Whew. Interesting, right? <laughs> I think on the win, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna say Mac Jones, I guess. But I'm not real confident in him at number two, you know what I mean? Just judging off the way that I answered that. But number two and then number three, two or number four right now, Zach Wilson. So three, you got two at three, Zach Wilson at four. 
Yes. Yeah, okay. Now finish up what you say. I was just curious, man, because like this, I'm and, and Ray, you can go back to that in a second. So I want you to talk about that. I go ahead. On. Will carry on. <laughs> so I was just gonna finish up by saying, um, you know, you find out if you got a franchise quarterback because look, you got him all the weapons in the world. You got him an offensive, you know, minor head coach. You got him an offensive line. The division, yeah, the Bills are better, but I think the Dolphins, Dolphins are easily the second best team in the division. I think New England takes a step back. New York, they're not there yet. Um, so like I said, playoff contenders, not Super Bowl contenders, but I think they're definitely trending in the right direction. And if Tua don't pan out this year, then you have an optimal situation around whoever your franchise quarterback is going to be. Ray Lynn, you go ahead, champ. Um, I'm going to do my ranking last because if I do my ranking, <laughs> first, it'll, it'll give too much away. Right. I, first off, I don't know how Miami usurps New England when New England was a game away from winning the division last year. Right. Like we've seen them with mediocre quarterback play. Like even the year Cam was there, they were competitive. Right. And then you get Mac Jones comes in. I don't think he's outstanding like he did just enough. He looks like young Tom Brady. And I don't mean we're not talking about this guy we see now at Tom Brady. I'm talking about the guy that won Super Bowls early when he was game manager. That's what Mac Jones did. Um, Clearly, Buffalo, far and away the best team in the division. Like they, they, they're, they Super Bowl or bust at this point. For the next for the foreseeable future, right? And they made a sneaky pickup too. They they went and got the guy from the Super Bowl winning Rams. Like that's a very huge pickup that nobody's really even talking about. Like Von Miller, but that's huge, Von right? Miller got Von Miller about the same age as me and you, and got a big contract. I'm trying to figure out if I can get in the NFL. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> they don't need him. They, you know what? They don't need Von Miller for the 17. They need him right. for the other three, right? right. That's when that's right. when he's going to matter. And we just saw that last. Last year, where people like when he first came, it was oh he looks oh oh he don't fit, and then when it mattered the most, right? He was there. <laughs> he mattered. Um, so Miami, and we're talking about Miami, right? They've they've never done or shown us done anything to show us that they believe into it at all, right? We saw the year where they did the whole back and forth thing with him and Ryan Fitzpatrick. We remember that, but Ryan Fitzpatrick right. was playing well. And I don't think they expected them to play that well. So they're like, oh, let's get a young guy a shot, which was dumb. I, I, I would never understand that. Like, they were winning games. I think they were like three and two or three and something like that. They, they, they were expected to be really bad. They pull Ryan Fitzpatrick. They put two out there. A couple of games he don't look good. We're going to put Fitzpatrick back out there. Now we're going to put Tua back out there. They don't believe in that kid. You know, I know they don't believe in him because they went and got a quality starting caliber quarterback who's won games on playoff teams. We forgot Teddy Bridgewater was really good in Minnesota. We forget when he went to New Orleans, Drew Brees missed six games, and we were going, man, if he can go, they can go 50% without Drew Brees, they'll be okay. And he goes 5-0 and or 6-0 and or something like that with Drew Brees out. Right, Comes right, to Denver, right. had them looking okay last year, but everybody went out. He's a notch below those elite guys. He's still better than Tua, which to the last part about the race, Tua ain't a top five quarterback, a top four quarterback in that division. It's Josh Allen. Teddy Bridgewater, oh. Matt Jones, Zach Wilson, then Tua. He's horrible. Like, I like I don't know how much. Oh, so this backup for the Miami Dolphins is better than Tua. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the best quarterback on the Miami Dolphins roster is Teddy Bridgewater, not Tua. What Tua has on his side is youth and upside. With Teddy Bridgewater, it's one of those things like, okay, we know exactly what we're going to get and what mm -hmm. we're not going to get. With Tua, there's always that, ah, can he be better because he's still young? The problem with Tua one is his draft class, right? Those guys are studs already. That's the, 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 the biggest problem with Tua's career right now is he's forever going to be judged by that guy that he got drafted ahead of that's already a flat out. Like Justin Herbert is a stud. So he's going to be forever remembered as the guy. It's kind of like uh, Greg Golden getting taken over KD and Sam Bowie going over Michael Jordan. You're always going to be remembered as the guy. Man, they passed on, on him for you. So now... Miami fans are always going to look at what Herbert is doing with the Chargers and go, we passed on him for you. Mm -hmm. Quarterbacks are coming out, man, now. Like, you don't have that long window of opportunity to kind of build and grow and go through growing pains and not show that promise that people are looking for because guys are being too good too fast. Mahomes' first year as a starter, he looked like the best quarterback in the NFL. His first year as a full-time starter looked like the best quarterback in the league. Justin Herbert, balling. Joe Burrow in his first full season because he got hurt as a rookie. He goes to the Super yep, Bowl. He did. He you did. really don't have you don't have all this long period of time for people to be patient and go, ah, he can be. You think it's a mistake that they went and got Teddy Bridgewater? No, it's because they don't believe in Tua. 
and they have good reason to not believe him. He's just not that good. He's just not that good. Quarterbacks from Alabama just don't pan out. Mac Jones ain't that good, but he ooh, plays. You can get away with it. If you're gonna speak it, the, the, the hopes of your franchise on two, like, no, that's not a good idea. And, and that's what I was gonna say. Like with me, Miami Dolphins, I don't think Tua is the guy. I think later on they're gonna have to figure it out. And I feel like in the AFC East, you know, you got Josh Allen, you got Bill Belichick, then you have uh <laughs> uh Miami and the Jets. I said Bill Belichick because he he brought up, and that's what I'm going to is because Bill Belichick he probably outcoached the Miami Dolphins to victory. And Bill Belichick is not a guy who does amazing things. He just get wins. And I think whatever it is, and then I found out um, early last week that Bill Belichick think about looking at the offense and doing things. So if he figures out the offensive thing, his brain alone now with Josh McDaniels is gone to the Las Vegas Raiders allows him to kind of put his hands on it. Um, Tua has that I don't know mark right now. Like, it's a question mark. Like, I don't want to say he's going to be amazing or I want to say he's going to be terrible. I just want to say, like, maybe Mike McDaniel can figure something out. If he can't figure it out, I'm going to tell you that one thing about Mike McDaniel, he has that groovy 70s vibe. If the vibe ain't good, he gone quick. I already know that because he was with San Francisco, and he's a type of guy, look, if it ain't it, he'll figure it out within one or two games. So Tua has a chance to do something special. Will he do it in that division? No, if everybody's healthy, but we know how injuries happen. So I don't even want to say if um, healthy, everybody, the Miami Dolphins will beat. No, they're not going to beat the Patriots or the Buffalo Bills healthy. Now, if injuries come into play, you know, things happen. But I don't want to make it say, like, hey, it's Tua's league. I mean, Tua's division. It, it's not. The Jets always been a dumpster fire. The Jets always have something going on. So it's hard to say that. But for me, Tua is in the best situation ever. One thing about Nick Saban, Mike Bidane has provided him is weapons. People say about Matt Jones. The thing that Belichick has provided is weapons. You know, Matt Jones, Jimmy G. It's kind of similar situations. But what I'm saying right now is, like, I just don't know about Tua. You came from Alabama. So, at the end of the day, even though we don't like Alabama as a fan or like them or not, expectations are extremely high. Although you are a quarterback, people look at you coming from Alabama. They're like, hey, you got to put up something. You got to do something. Go ahead, Dre. Primetime, you just being extremely nice. You keep saying, I don't know. I do. I know. <laughs> No, like two, like so. The reason why I'm saying that because people was stressing me the past few weeks, like he could be the next Russell Wilson. I'm not saying Russell Wilson is amazing, but I don't want to put him in that same category, like that. Yeah, like listen, you look around the entire AFC, right? I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Let's just for the sake of this, let's say I'm a Miami Dolphins fan. Oh no, that's no, I'm not. No, no, he's not. He'll tell you the minute. He'll tell you the minute, Steve. I seen him. I seen him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Die hard, die hard. Right. <laughs> if I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, I look around the AFC and the moves that were made. And after these moves are made, I look up and down the entire conference and I go, Patrick Mahomes, let's just say the whole AFC West, Patrick Mahomes, Derek Carr, Justin Herbert, Russell Wilson. Deshaun Watson is back in the fold. Lamar Jackson, Joe Burrow, Matt Jones, Josh Allen. Matt Ryan is now over there. I look around and go, can't but seven teams make the playoffs, and I don't even have a top 10 quarterback in the conference. Like, Tua ain't, man. Him, I mean, two people, two quarterbacks people need to go and give up on. Tua and the other dude whose job he took in college. <laughs> oh, Jalen Hurts. All right, so look, with that being said, uh, shout out to HU Fuel, contact Kevin, I mean, Kendra Walston, 919-434-3972, or visit her website, www.valora.com slash Prissy, P-R-I-S-S-Y, Inc., I-N-K. Again, 919-434-3972. Use the promo code RAWMINE. You'll get an amazing discount for all her products and absolutely buy her lavender, her lavender drink. Where it creates peace. So when, you, when you're dealing with your, your wife, your fiance, or whoever your best friends to get on your nerves, drink it. It ain't alcohol or nothing. 
but it gives you a soothing taste and a peaceful mindset once you get through drinking it. That lavender gives you so much peace. So, next topic is Can TB12 make it to the Super Bowl in the NFC? Can Ray, I'm gonna let you go first. I'm gonna let Steezy go next time. So it, neither one of y'all brought it up, and I thought about it. I don't know if y'all been kind of paying attention to to the TVs today and the rumor mills. I don't know if y'all have heard all of these rumors floating around about Tom Brady trying to get to Miami. Have y'all heard this? What? Nah. They was talking about it on ESPN. They was talking about it on Fox Sports Undisputed. Dude, when you get down to the show, just Google. Just Google Tom Brady, Miami Dolphins. It's a bunch of – and mm. some, some of the sites aren't sites I would value much of what they say. But a lot of people are reporting that it's been some talks or whatever about him trying to get to Miami. But if, if he's standing in Tampa Bay, can he? Sure he can. Um, because, it, it, again, since we put so much, so much on quarterbacks, right – when I just named all those quarterbacks, it's, it's crazy. Before before all the moves this offseason, I was just talking about the young quarterbacks in the AFC that have so much promise. Again, Mahomes, Jackson, Herbert, Burrow, right? I was talking about those guys. Now Watson back in the fold. Russell done went over there. Matt Ryan done went over there. NFC wide open. It ain't but two or three elite quarterbacks. Like, Rodgers came back. Stafford stayed put. And, yes, Matthew Stafford is elite. Um, and then <laughs> you got Brady, right? Um. Cowboys giving away players, right? So I like right. Yes, he, he can. <laughs> Obviously, there's some things Tampa Bay needs to fix and sure up. But we've seen over the last two years that the new route is you bring in your new, which is what Denver trying to do, which is what Cleveland's trying to do. Two years ago, Tampa Bay said we're gonna go and get Tom Brady. They won a Super Bowl. Uh the Rams say we're gonna go and get Stafford. They won a Super Bowl. The part that people don't talk about, like a lot of fans and media go, they went and got this guy and they won. Yeah, well, the Rams went and got Stafford, but then they went and got OBJ. They went and got Von Miller. They went and got a guy to retirement, Eric Weddle, right? You look at Tampa Bay, they go and get Brady, but then they go and get Leonard Fournette. They go and get Rob Gronkowski. They go and get Antonio Brown. So you go and get this quarterback, but then you give him everything possible to be successful. We're going to see a whole lot going on with, like, the Tampa Bay not just going to sit back and go, Oh, we got Brady back. We good to go. No, because that didn't work out last year. So you're going to be seeing a lot of moving and shaking from Tampa Bay this season. I am sure of it. Um, and with that, yes, it's, it's absolutely possible, right? I mean, Brady looking like he could play till he's 50. He ain't my GOAT, but he is it's very impressive what he's doing at his age. And Tampa Bay will be in there. Especially, they going to run through that division. Ooh, oh, yeah. Man. They going to run through Wait. the division. That's so, an easy path. Like, they might possibly get home field alone off that division and hopefully they can beat the people but well, they do got an nfc west this year i will say Tampa bay has the nfc west this year i don't know who they have out of the nfc so that could be you know miami i'm not miami excuse me rams 49ers seattle could be i don't know what's going on in arizona with uh murray and that, that yeah. new lock is tough man <laughs> it got jokes <laughs> go ahead go ahead steezy give me your wrong thoughts Hey, Ray, I just got to ask, but who should go then if it's not T. Brady? Listen, man, nobody. nobody. I know who it is because I know you told me. But go ahead. I'm, let me let me preface this with <laughs> how I grade goats in football and basketball are way different, right? In basketball, team success plays such a huge part in my grade because in basketball, one guy can affect the game so much. But in football, man, I always explain to people it's so much got to go right. Three phases to the game, 53 players on the team. And I always look. But this year, the playoffs proved my point of quarterbacks get way too much credit and way too much blame. You look in the NFC playoffs, right? That game between Green Bay and San Francisco, neither quarterback played great, but somebody had to win that game, right? Mm -hmm. Who who prevailed in that game? San Francisco special teams won that game, right? Mm -hmm. Aaron Rodgers, I mean, the, the record is going to say Aaron Rodgers lost and Jimmy Garoppolo won, but neither played great. Then you flip the script to Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. Both of those guys played almost flawless. Somebody had to lose. Only thing Josh Allen did wrong was call heads or tails or whatever he called. He did everything else right, and then he lost the game. So the record's only going to say he lost, they, and people say he couldn't get it done. So when people just go, Brady's the GOAT because he got all these Super Bowls, yeah, he's been in some very fortunate situations. I can break down the numbers of the ranking defense of New England all the years and all the things. Nobody has played the quarterback position at a higher level than Peyton Manning to me. Nobody. Like, it's not even close. Like, that guy – is on some super scion, different kind of stuff. And I don't think Brady's even remotely close to his level of play. 
Brady's just been in better situations. And in those situations, Grant, kudos to him. He's come through every like more often than not. Right. Go, go look. Go, ask me how many times Aaron Rodgers played with a top five defense. I'll tell you the answer is one. You know what happened that year? They won a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. Ask me how many times Tom Brady played with a top five defense. More like seven or eight. So that matters. Like when you go, a guy's playing with a top five. We've seen awful quarterbacks. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl as a shell of himself. That defense won that Super Bowl. We saw what Tampa Bay's defense did to Mahomes. We saw what the Legion of Boom did to Peyton Manning. We saw what Denver's defense did to Cam Newton. Like, so I, when people just give quarterbacks all these credit, go, oh, he's the greatest because he won the most. Yeah, he was in the best position to win. Joe Montana ain't even in my top five. Well, I, I know. And, and with that being said, with Brady having that top five defense, I already know. But um, <laughs> I felt like I always said Peyton was the guy. But who's your GOAT? And um, give me your raw thoughts on this, Steezy. Who's my football GOAT? I already knew you probably say Tom Brady, but also the topic at hand. Can TB12 get the boys back to the NFC Championship? It's hard to say that question because raw thoughts. I'm looking at it like saying can, but do you think? Tampa Bay will be in the Super Bowl in the NFC, representing the NFC. I think I'm going to answer the go question first. Um, you know, I used to I used to be a Tom Brady hater. You know, I, I never Oof. was a biggest fan. You know, I looked at some of the scandals, um, Deflate Gate, Spy Gate, um, and, and, and Ray. You make a whole bunch of valid points. You know, I'm not going to disagree with none of that. I'm not going to argue against none of that. And on top of that, I mean, he had the benefit of working with the best head coach of all time too, right? I mean. Bill Belichick is, is a genius like no other. And so he's had the benefit of the, the, the defenses, the coaching, you know, the run game, the receivers. Um, and, yeah, as a quarterback, Peyton Manning more talented. You know, but I feel like for me, when I look at the GOAT conversation, I'm not just looking at talent and situation and rings. I know in football it is different from basketball, but I'm also just looking at longevity. I'm looking at accolades. You know, I'm looking at – I know in Tampa Bay when he went there his first year, the situation was was optimal. He had a top-tier defense. He had all the weapons in the world, offensive line. But just to, to leave New England and, and his first year with Tampa Bay, his last year in New England, everybody thought he was washed. That's why nobody wanted him, right? And, and so the moment, the year he joins a new team, I know, again, the, op- the situation around him is optimal. He got everything, but to win? I mean, he's been the common denominator and and a lot of these Super Bowl rings. You know, like I said, I don't want to spend too much time on that because I also see your point. Um, as far as talent goes, he's not the most talented in NFL history. But when you couple in longevity, you know, and I feel like there's not a huge drop off in talent. I, I don't think it's like, you know, from zero to 100 when it comes to Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. You know, I think intellectually he's up there. I think, um, you know, what he does pre-snap I, I think it's up there too it's not like the gap is this big between Peyton Manning and Tom Brady I know Peyton Manning hasn't been in you know as reliable situations as a Brady but um there's other things that I take into account when I'm you know looking at the GOAT um but just going back to the question though I feel like yeah a- outside of the Rams outside of defending champs who are, who do the Bucks really got to go through I, I don't trust the Cowboys they lost a lot the Cardinals I don't trust them I, I don't trust Kyler Murray and them San Fran yeah, they might start a Trey Lance. Yeah, his upside and, and ceiling might be immense, but he's not going to be ready this year. I think that team takes a step back. Seattle, obviously, Woo! we don't got to go there. Um, there's not much competition, and like you said, Ray, in their own division. Panthers going to be – they're not going anywhere. They're still rebuilding. No quarterback still. Atlanta just traded Matt Ryan. Uh, the New Orleans Saints, yeah, they brought back a Jameis Winston. They'll be cool. But there's not much competition in the NFC. And I think LA Rams, they're going to take a, somewhat of a step back as well. I know they got an Allen Robinson that would be even more lethal, but no Von Miller. That's gonna hurt. So what? Hurt. What I'm gonna say is like I'm gonna throw this in real quick because I know what Ray about to say. Trey Lance starting QB. All the defense may be legit. I look at it like it's the same as Jimmy G starting at quarterback. He's not gonna give you a lot, but they still found a way to get to where they gotta get. But uh, <laughs> with that being said, hold on a second. I'm um. The next topic, the most touching topic. You ready for this? Deshaun Watson to Cleveland. How do you feel about some of these allegations? I, I, I'm very genuine, like raw thoughts. Like everybody's trying to put this. I don't know if these people lying or not. Raw thoughts, somebody give it to you right now. Half of these folks probably lying to get some money, but I don't know if it's the truth or not. But I like. Deshaun in Cleveland, but Raylene, 
Give me your thoughts, the trade, the moves. Everybody thought he was going to Atlanta or Carolina. Then boom. He says, you know what? I'm going to rethink this Cleveland thing. So a couple of things. One, I was trying to look down at the schedule. You were asking who Tampa Bay had. Uh, we know that uh, the NFC South has the NFC West this year, right? Right. They have the AFC North, it looks like. So they get the Bengals, the Browns, mm. uh, the uh, Steelers, and the Ravens. Ravens right? Woo. Tough. Listen. And then, so you, you get to, they got the six division games, right? Uh-huh. They get the NFC West, that's 10. They get the AFC North, that's 14. Their other three games are the Chiefs, Cowboys, Ooh. and I'm looking, Chiefs, Cowboys, and Packers. That's a tough schedule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that man. is a tough schedule to draw the NFC West, which is the, probably the set like last year was the toughest division in football. It's probably now second behind the AFC West, right? You draw the NFC West, the AFC North is tough, right? With the addition of Deshaun Watson, you got Lamar Jackson, you got Joe Burrow. We just kind of naming the quarterbacks. And then your three games outside of that are the Cowboys, Packers, and Chiefs. And Tampa Bay, Jesus Christ. Um <laughs> So, <laughs> as far as Cleveland and Deshaun Watson, um, I think a lot of people don't remember that the last time we saw Deshaun Watson play, right, the beginning of that year, so not this past year, but year before that, the beginning of that year, they gave away DeAndre Hopkins. And we as fans and media went, you just gave away his number one weapon. And the common thought process would be Deshaun Watson's going to have a, a down year. No. All he did was go out with a receiver you can't name, right? Mm. You, you can't name you, – you don't know his number one receiver is. I do because I've researched it, and maybe you guys know. But, like, the average person doesn't know who was the leading receiver on Houston that year. And all Ooh. he did was throw for fourth out, led the league in passing yards, and completed 70% of his passes while doing it. 70%. With people that you couldn't name. That's the last time we saw Deshaun Watson. He led the league in passing yards, completing 70% of his passes with like 30 touchdowns or something like that. 28, high 20s, low 30s. I don't remember the exact number. Deshaun Watson instant, like he, he just became the best quarterback in that division. Joe Bur Joe Burrow is very good. He was in the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson is very a very good football player. I don't think he's a great quarterback. He's a very good football player. And he's been a league MVP, right? Deshaun Watson is the best quarterback in the AFC North. Mm. And what people aren't real, like, it's like the, I watched somebody. Better than game. Lamar Jackson, MVP Lamar Jackson? Man, you better go on somewhere. So, <laughs> so, so I, I watched a, uh, shout out to my, he's probably not watching this, but uh, Darrell Owens, right? Uh, Legacy Sports. They did a show last night. In the middle of the show, they put up a graphic and said which wide receiver move was the best. And it was Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill. Like, which team, you know, landed the best wide receiver? And I'm like, man, nobody even talking about the fact that Amari Cooper went to the Browns. Like, that's a huge a grab people, for them. Right. And like, a lot you, of people you, are trying to make Lamar Amari Cooper look like he's not it. Go ahead. Like, <laughs> like, maybe you don't immediately think of his name when you think of the top guys, the DeAndre Hopkins and then an injured Michael Thomas and Devontae. Like, Amari Cooper is an elite wide receiver, period. And you put him in an offense with two, not one, two elite running backs, two. And if people were caught, and I can't even think of the kid's name, last year both them guys was hurt. Cleveland had another running back going off, right? So their running game, the offensive line is stout. That defense is – Really, really good. Miles Garrett is starting to look like the guy we thought he was when he came out of college. Right? Oh, I thought that was mine. So, um, like, Cleveland is going to be very good, man. I think I think it's their division to lose, right? Unless, unless, you know, as soon, soon as he signed with Cleveland, these reports came out that uh, another grand jury would be looking into other criminal mm -hmm. charges and all of that. Um, I don't know how that's gonna go. I tell you what, I didn't like raw thoughts. Did y'all see his presser today? Man, I saw it. I saw quite a bit of it, boy. That's the only thing I caught today. <laughs> they they spoke to this man as if he was convicted or something. Mm -hmm. spoke to mm -hmm. What what about the mothers who have daughters? What about them? You talking to me like I've been convicted or something? Right. Um, that's a whole nother underlying issue, right? Um, it's called 
being in America. It's called being 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 in America, right? right? Um, you hear nobody asking the Pittsburgh Steelers what about the women that had you right. know being being. That's neither here or there. Deshaun Watson is very good. He's the best quarterback in that division. It is the Cleveland Browns division to lose. There. With that being said, Steezy, give me your raw thoughts or your thoughts. <laughs> At 100, I want to double down on everything that Ray said. I mean, it's not too much for me to add. Uh, I was actually talking to some folks on Twitter because I, I see a lot of people bashing Deshaun Watson. I'm seeing all these threads, and I'm just like, yo, did they have the same energy towards Big Ben? Because I don't think I'm old enough to remember, but I just don't remember Big Ben ever being you know, chastised like a Deshaun Watson. And like you said, Ray, you made a great point. He ain't even convicted. And and going back to what you were saying about that second grand jury, they actually also declined to to um to charge him. And so for the second time by a grand jury, they declined to press charges. And one more thing I thought was interesting: a week before he requested a trade out of Houston, no, 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 a week after he requested a trade out of Houston was when all these allegations started coming out. And what I also heard was that a lot of these women are connected to the owner, Bob McNair. And I'm not saying he he's a flat out racist or anything like that, but you know the streets streets talking when they talking. I'm listening, right? And so if, if word on the street is that he, he he's a racist owner, and his star quarterback just asked for a trade, and we all know, you know what I mean. I'm not I don't got to touch on everything. You know what I'm trying to get at, but if that's the case and his quarterback wanted out. Of course, he's gonna try to do something to you know make him look bad on his way out. He's gonna try to make that as hard as possible. I mean, for crying out loud, he missed the whole year. He could have played last year, but he didn't play. I mean, there was a lot of distractions, and there's a lot of things that went into that. But I just think that Deshaun Watson, I mean, man, yeah, we act everybody act like he's a convicted man. I, I I hate that for him, but look again, I want to echo every single sentiment that you said. Look, that they, they want a playoff game with Baker Mayfield as the quarterback. You know, I, I think he's an average quarterback in the league. I'm not saying he's a bum. I'm not saying he trashed, say but it. they won. Say it. <laughs> well, I, I, hey, but I he's not. It. But if they won a playoff game with Baker Mayfield at quarterback, what are they going to do with Deshaun Watson? Almost 5,000 yards, 70% completion percentage, 33 touchdowns, only seven picks. His best receiver was Will Fuller. He had no defense, no O-line, no run game, no receivers, and he did that? And then you will give him the, one of the best offensive lines of football. You give him the best duo at running back. You give him a, a top tier receiver in Amari. You got Donovan Peoples Jones, who I'm really high on. You got a defense with Miles Gary, Denzel Ward, one of the best cover men in, in the game. They could still bring back a Jadavian Clowney. Like, what? They got so much to work with. And I, I, he, look, he's probably going to get suspended, innocent or not. That's just what the league has been doing. So I'm going to expect a suspension six to eight games. Jacoby Brissett going to start those games. So regular season record, not going to be top tier. I wouldn't be surprised if they don't win the division. But come playoff time, there's even rumors of OBJ potentially wanting to go back to Cleveland. What if he goes back? Jarvis Landry might want to go back. Julio might go there. They still got options, you know, at the wide receiver spot because I, I do feel like, you know, they still need to fill out that the depth chart, you know, after who, uh, excuse me, after Namari Cooper. And so, yeah, this is by far the best team in the division. I think they're a bona fide Super Bowl contender. And, uh, man, it's, it's going to be scary for the league. That's all I got to say. Dangerous, dangerous, dangerous. And I even seen a report that they said that, Odell Beckham may resign. Possibly right. go that way to the Cleveland Browns. Maybe it was because of Baker. I put out a snippet the other day, well, on Instagram and also on my post. I was like, Baker Mayfield out here talking about something before the trade, telling me something. I, I don't think this is good. I don't want to be traded, blah, 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 blah. Then they don't get him. He still said, I want to trade. Now they do get him. So, I'm, so I've been saying the whole time in my mind, like, you're not it, dude. Like, stop it. Shut up. I even put it on the snippet on Instagram talking about it. Like, you pe- you make people feel like they need you. They don't need you, man. If I was a Cleveland Browns, I'd have gave him a harsh road. Sent him back to the Midwest where he belonged. I would have traded him with all those picks and sent him back to Houston. But nobody ain't do that. Now, he making it seem like people need him. He only got $18, $19 million due. This season, he thought people were going to sting him after a rookie contract. He had a shoulder injury and all that, so he really ain't proven anything. So I'm saying to myself, like, why? Like, the Cleveland Browns made a move that was best for the team. Cleveland Browns 
have made some crazy moves for a long time, for a decade or more. But this was the move that said, hey, look, we're going to make the right move that we probably haven't made in years. And I, and I get it. So they actually have a chance with a good quarterback, everything goes well with the allegations, whatever, to be like, hey, look, we can win this AFC North because we have two, maybe three running backs. Kareem Hunt, Nick Chubb in the backfield, a good tight end is just a resign. Now you have Amari Cooper, another key. The when Deshaun Watson signed with them, I feel like free agents that are key that are available that are still available. I don't know how many are available. When mine signing with the Cleveland Browns defense is pretty much there. I ain't even seen no comments, but before I go to the next, I'm gonna look at these comments. So why why are you looking at comments? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> why are you looking at comments? Right. Biggest loser this offseason gotta be Lamar Jackson, ain't it? Like you're Lamar Jackson, you're looking around the AFC and everybody's getting better around you, and you don't hear the Ravens make a move. Amari Cooper comes to your division. Kansas City, high-powered offense. They don't rest on their lows. They get rid of Tyreek Hill, but they go and get Juju. They get uh, Scantling. You look at uh, Derek Carr. I'm not not Derek. Derek Carr gets Devontae Adams, right? Tyreek Hill is more on the move. Like, all these people on the move, and, and Baltimore just sitting pat. Like, and the, the talk on Baltimore for the past how many years, man, if Lamar has some weapons, he still ain't going to have none. I mean, I don't know if they had weapons. I don't know who's supposed to throw it to him, but that's a whole different conversation. Um, we won't never know because they're not going to get that man nobody. So they 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 they're the biggest losers in the AFC to me so far. That so far, There's still a lot to, to to be seen and heard. But Baltimore sitting still makes no sense to me. Man, that's well. There was rumors that they're looking at Bobby Wagner and that there's high interest in a deal. So you know, if I'm if I'm you know, seeing as how I'm a Seahawks guy, I wouldn't mind him. You know, playing in Baltimore. I'm a big Lamar Jackson fan, so. I love to see that happen, but man, the Lamar Jackson truth it, in your eyes is real, but in my eyes, it's a little bit of hate. But man, that's neither here nor there, like you is, said earlier. Is Bobby Wagner gonna line up in the slot so Lamar can throw it to him? <laughs> nah, nah. But look, what if AB goes over there? So you got Hollywood, you got AB, you got Mark Andrews, you got Rashad Bateman. They had no, they had injuries at the running back spot last year. Injuries on the offensive line, defense. They they lost three running backs before the first game. I ain't never seen nothing like that. They was losing running right. backs in training camp. <laughs> I, know, I guess we'll see. Uh, you know, your, your your best receiving weapon can't be your tight end unless that tight end is in the ilk of Travis Kelsey, Rob Gronkowski, Shannon Sharp, Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez. Like, if it's not, then I don't think Andrews is that. But, you know. No, nah, he, he's a tier right under. I'm with it. I think he's in like that Darren Waller tier. Um, well, see, Waller has that Gates potential, you would think. And they just had a whole year this year. Right, injuries, injuries, Yeah. Injuries. But, yeah, athletically, in terms of physical upside, yeah, no doubt. Um, But, but with Andrews, I mean, that is his only 1,000-yard season of the league, too. But I just feel like he's done enough to, to put himself in the conversation. I mean, 1,200 yards? And Lamar right. missed five games? So. So the next topic, with that being said, you know, all-star sports assets, give them a call, 252-231-0238. Visit them on my web on the website, allstarsportsaccs.com, allstarsportsaccs.com. Use promo code RAWMIND, you'll get a discount. Great discount, with that being said. So next topic is, let's talk March Madness. How do you guys feel? I don't know if you guys are basketball fans. Where are you going now? Gonzaga gets upset. Baylor goes down. I have some raw thoughts on that. Like, tell me who you got now going all the way. Steezy, your turn. I saw I didn't feel out of bracket this year. I haven't been as tuned in to college ball. You know, I've been watching a few games here and there. Um, but for me, I think I'm gonna be rooting for Duke. You know what I mean? I, Paolo Banchero, he's from over here. He's from my city. Yeah, he's from your area. You know what yeah. I mean? He from Seattle. I, I think he should be the number one overall pick. I like Shea Holmgren, but I think he's being overhyped just a little bit. Um, and Gonzaga, it, it was tough to see that, but 
Then again, they do it every year. They disappoint every year. I didn't expect Arizona to lose. Baylor, they lost two. Um, man, there's only what one number one seed left in the in the men's bracket. Kansas. So yeah, Kansas. So it's it's like man, it is. No good thing I didn't feel that. Nobody ain't really talking about Kansas. They talking about Baylor. They talking about Gonzaga. And they right. talking about Arizona. Nobody really talked about Kansas. They gonna talk about them now. Now, no. yeah, they don't got no choice but to. But I feel like for me, if it's not Duke, I'm gonna be ruined for UCLA as well. You know, I like Johnny Juzang. I like what he was doing last year. They were in the Final Four last year. I'll be ruined for him. Um, but yeah, UCLA, Duke. I think one of those two gets it done. Rayland, what's your time before I go into? Man, that? I don't have. a am trying. I was trying to see what game is on right now. Purdue is playing St. Peter's. The Cinderella story. The story right. Life. And he got um, he got bold the other day talking about cockiness. Tell me something. I'm, we from you know you know mm, blah, blah, blah. Kansas, you know is up, Kansas is up double digits at halftime right now in Providence, right? So um me personally, man, I don't have a vested interest anymore. Like I'm not I'm from Michigan. I'm not one of those guys that's like you have to pick one, right? Come tournament time, man. I'm home team. I'm always with Michigan, especially with Juwan Howard being back. They're gone. Yes, like team. Tom Izzo, I think, is the most underrated coach in college basketball history. Simply because Michigan State always shows up in a tournament, and you—if you named like in your lifetime the best five players that played for Michigan State, it would sound like a JV wreck squad. Is what it would sound like, right? This guy won a title with the likes of Mo Peterson and, and the team Cleve. So I always root for those guys, and then they lost. Like, but they put up a really, really good fight um, against Duke, nonetheless, right? And then it was like at the end, it just kind of got away from them. I love good storylines, man. Call me a—I don't know, like I lo- like. Coach K, like you can't sports don't get no better, right? Everybody loved MJ's shot because it was the last shot. Like Ray Lewis went in and retiring, Peyton Manning went in and retiring. Like that's a, a thing in sport. That's why Brady came back. He can't go out this way. So to see Coach K get one on his way out, a guy who many consider the goat of our time. I'm not gonna say he's the goat because you have John Wooden and like yes, but of our time, Coach K is the standard for college basketball coaches. So if he can win on win one on his way out, man, like, hey, I'm all for it. I well, y'all made my story short. Like, everything well, is. We, we know where you going with this. You shouldn't even be allowed to get no opinion. Like, you, <laughs> you, you shouldn't be allowed to give one because we know what you're going to say. We know what you're going to say. With world thoughts, um, like, no, we know where you're going. <laughs> like, I never expected these guys to have an upset. I never expected these guys to be man. upset. It's all paying the perfect pitch for me for Duke to win that championship. But that's about it. Uh, <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to look real quick at these brackets. Let me look at a bracket real quick. because this Seeing be- these number one seeds go down, seeing Gonzaga go down, seeing Mark Few cry. Wait a minute. Like, Are you I'm telling saying, me it is a possibility? That Carolina UNC can play in the Final Four. Not that because we on the same side, so we can play in the final four. Okay, that's what but I'm looking at now. Yeah, it will definitely be in the final other. four. So they have to beat UCLA and Purdue, and y'all have to beat Arkansas, and y'all play in the final four. Right. And you I said, on, I was talking yeah, about the, the barbershop day. It was stars are lined up. Huh? Stars are aligning. It is. It like gotta, it really K- is. They got to get his lick back. <laughs> got to get his lick back. Like I never seen nobody who said gonna retire. Have everybody alumni at the Duke game and lose. So I like you're right. He got to get his lick back. That's definitely right now. Um, for that part, man. Um, that's about it for the show, man. I had like, a few topics. I ain't want to talk too long, man. You guys plug yourself in, and um, uh, Steve Smith. We're gonna have a lot to talk on there, off there. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah, man. I just want to say, bro. Like I said at the top of the show, you know, I appreciate you for having me on. Definitely overdue. Uh, this is a whole lot of fun. Right, Lynn, it was nice to meet you, bro. Definitely want to work with you. And you definitely got to send me that link, man. I, I got to see what you're talking about, man. I, you know, I believe it. <laughs> man, you know what you're talking about. You're real smart. You look like you're an OG in the game. Um, he is. He is. Out there. He most definitely is. You know, I know who I'm talking to. So, you know, I respect uh, the, the time uh, to be able to work with you guys. I respect, you know, just being able to work while with we, y'all. While we're um, doing that, Courtney Kennedy says tournament misses star power. power. I agree, especially at this stage. Um, but yeah, hey, to, to all the listeners out there at Rob Mind Sports, um, and I'm not sure what uh, what Ray's you know socials and plugs are. I usually try to plug everybody else before I plug myself in, but uh, I, I let him do that just because I don't know what his socials are. Um, but to everybody out there, STEZA Smith, S T E E Z Y A S M I T H, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, all that good stuff. You know, I appreciate all the support, and um, 
yeah, again, I appreciate y'all for having me on for real. Thank you. You know, the, the, I'm, I'm gonna plug myself. The tournament is missing star power, but you know whose fault that is? Uh oh, you know whose fault that is? That dude over there that wear the other blue that kind of look like Duke that's been having the best recruiting classes in college basketball forever and hasn't won since what 2012, I think it was. Like, when are we gonna start holding? That guy accountable, the guy that gave us Cat, the guy that gave us AD, John Wall, the guy that gave us Julius Randle. Oh, the guy that gave us the do you like, think he do you think he resigns this year or not? May need to do something because for all this <laughs> talk about how great he is, they they was the first big school to go down, right? Mm-hmm. Right, right. go down. Down goes Fred. Like anyway, I, I think he get way too much credit and and not enough blame, right? And like he's not held accountable at all for. How often y'all everybody talk about Gonzaga? That's the story right, now. Gonzaga right, always right. comes up short. Like Kentucky didn't lose it anyway. Let me go ahead and plug myself. Ryan Primetime. First off, man, appreciate you having me. And shout out to my guy. He is literally in the building. He's down the street. I'm gonna link up with him after this. He's in my hometown right now. He lived about three hours from me, but he in the building. He in Jacksonville right now. You know what I mean? So we're gonna link up. And that's dedication. My bro is doing it from in the hotel. You know what I mean? Um yeah. Y'all know what it is, man. Ray Lynn, the sports reporter without pay. Y'all can catch me on YouTube at SRWOP, Twitter, SRWOP1, Facebook, sports reporter without pay. Also, y'all can catch me with the Sideline Sports Network on Mondays and Wednesdays at 10 o'clock on Facebook Live, the sports arena. Um, We be out here, man. We we working. We out here working. Y'all know what it is. And with that being said, man, every Friday, 7 p.m. here, Raw Mind Sports Primetime Live. Raw Thoughts are available here. YouTube, Facebook, you know, although I'm not on, like, the Facebook pages right now, but still, you'll still, my link automatically sends to the business page, Raw Mind Sports. Also, go visit rawmindsports.com. Also, Talk About High Football documentary is coming out in 2023. We've been doing a lot. With that, this keeps me kind of busy off of Facebook, so it's pretty dope. With that being said, Raw Thoughts House, Steezy A. Smith, Ray Lynn, these guys, champions of the sports world. We out.